Welcome to the FML Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie, and I'm here to motivate, educate, and inspire you on all things fitness, mindset, and lifestyle. That is right, we are bringing a new meaning to those letters. I'm the owner and head coach of CamFit Training, where we help women live confident and empowered lives. Today, I'll be sharing some honest insight about what I've learned and I'm still learning in my own journey, as well as our CamFit fans, so that you can live empowered too. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the FML podcast. It's been a while since I recorded an episode, and that is because life has just been crazy in the best ways. It's been full of moments that matter, like Alex and I's wedding and world travels, and my younger sister just had a baby, so I'm a first-time auntie. And life is just good. It's sweet and it's <laughs> it's moving fast, very fast. There's been a lot of big transitions and I'm going to save that for another time because I could do a whole episode on change and transitions and handling the ups and downs and getting through the fogginess of those times. But it's been amazing. And just to give you guys a quick rundown on how the wedding went, um, we had our wedding in France. Alex's hometown of Dijon and we had it there because his parents both live there and two of his siblings are still there and and as you can imagine it's very rare that we have the entire family together for that reason and we figured what a better excuse for all of our friends and family to take an international trip and see France and see the world and us be able to do that with his family so that's what we did and it was the best day of our lives Hands down, it was a lot of stress and a lot of planning, just like everybody says, but also very well worth it, like everybody says. And then we did the Maldives for the honeymoon, and that was, oh my gosh, what a journey it was to even get there. I mean, if you don't know where Maldives is, it's a cluster of 1,200 little islands that are below India, and it is out there, like in the middle of the Indian Ocean. And we felt very out there and very disconnected. And it was beautiful, absolutely stunning. We stayed in one of those huts over the water. And it's not overrated if you get the chance. I highly recommend. It was a once in a lifetime experience. Um, I think the coolest thing that we did on that trip was swim with giant manta rays. And when I say with, I mean inches away from rays that were meters wide and dozens of them. They are very chill with humans, which I did not expect. And it was, oh my gosh, it was such a surreal experience. It was very similar, a very similar feeling to skydiving. I've been skydiving twice. The first time was definitely superior to the second. And this was right there with that. So again, if that's on your bucket list, go for it. It is so worth it. Make it happen. And then I was just in Florida over the weekend seeing my niece baby Callie Galley. It's Callie. We just have nicknamed her Callie Galley because how could you not with a tiny little squishy baby with a bow in her hair? She is perfect. I love her so so much. So all that to say great things are happening. I've been a little bit busy being present but we're back and today I'm going to talk to you about the seven levels of energy. 
And this is a framework constructed by Bruce D. Schneider, who is the founder of IPEC, Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching, where I am about to graduate and officially be a certified professional coach recognized by the ICF. That feels really awesome, and it's going to feel even more awesome when I'm officially done, graduated, and using all of these awesome skills on my badass clients. So Bruce is the founder of this company. He is a master certified coach. He's a psychotherapist, and he's a renowned speaker. So if you type this into Google, a bunch of stuff will come up, and you can do your own research, or you could look up his book, Seven Energy... Seven levels of energy, seven energy levels of leadership. <laughs> I believe that's what it's called. And that will break it down for you piece by piece better than I can. But I'm going to do my best today because this is the core of how we are taught to coach. And it is astoundingly effective and transformational for people, myself included, my clients included millions of other people and clients included. It's really, really effective. And honestly, it's truly just a blueprint into how we function. So if you're familiar with subatomic energy and frequency and vibrations, you're going to resonate with this a lot. And it's going to bring a ton of value to you. And if you're not familiar with those concepts, or maybe you're a little bit skeptical which is totally normal, I invite you to have an open mind and just start to pay attention in your everyday lives and put what you learn today into practice because you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. So I'm going to run through the seven levels of energy and explain each one, but I'm really just going to focus and expand on one through three. And then in part two, I'll do four through seven. And before we even get into it, none of these levels are good or bad. They are human, they are natural, and it's going to be very clear that there are many more benefits to the higher levels of energy, okay? But that doesn't make the lower ones bad. It's completely normal to feel them. There's no way to not feel them. But having the framework and the language it's an awareness tool and we cannot change and grow without first being aware. So you'll be able to recognize in yourself and others and know how to navigate towards the higher levels of energy that serve a prosperous and joyful life. So let's do it. Level number one is the victim mentality. When you're at level one, you feel defeated, you feel hopeless, sad, poor me, you've got lack of choice, you're filled with fear, you're, you just feel stuck. You feel like you're at the bottom of the hole and you can't climb your way out. Level two is anger, conflict, defensiveness. It's me against you. It's resistance to any solution. Level three is responsibility. At this level, you start to forgive you start to take ownership. You start to cooperate and say, you know what? It is what it is. Level four is compassion. Level four, you start to serve others. You become a giver. And sometimes you even neglect your own needs 
because you're so focused on taking care of those around you. Lots of sympathy, lots of compassion for others. Level five is peace and reconciliation and being solution-oriented, wanting win-win situations. And you start to see a lot of opportunity here. And they say that a lot of entrepreneurs spend a lot of time in level five energy, which makes total sense. Level six is joy. And I think this is my favorite level because I spend a lot of time here. And it's total synthesis. It's being completely non-judgmental towards others and yourself. It's being in tune with your intuition and having wisdom and feeling creative and just being in a flow state. That is level six. And then level seven is a little bit different because you can spend a prolonged period of time in any of the other levels, but level seven is more of fleeting moments because it's absolute passion, euphoria, bliss. They are moments of oneness where you feel whole with everyone and everything around you. So again, these are just typically moments, but once you're aware of them, you can prolong and expand them as much as possible. So I felt a lot of level seven on my honeymoon, (laughs) being on a beautiful island disconnected from the world with my new husband, like everything felt perfect. I felt oneness. I was totally complete. So we are all constantly bouncing between energy levels and sometimes it's very sporadic and sometimes you're transcending in order. Oftentimes it's in order, whether it be in a five-minute span or a five-month span. The flow of what usually happens when referring to the lower energy levels at least is you're level one, you're woe is me, you're sad, you, you have nothing in you to fight or to put towards effort for change or positivity. And then you get to a point of anger. And it's kind of like the uh, grieving process. It's, it's a very similar concept. And then once you've gotten all that anger out, you can start to forgive and to take ownership and slowly start to let go. And then you work towards seeing the opportunity and the bright side and you have more confidence you start taking action start taking risks and it just snowballs from there so my job as a coach is to help people spend the majority of their time and ultimately their lives in the higher energy levels because here not only do you feel more peace and joy and synthesis but it enables you to start visioning about what's possible and to get creative and to find solutions, and to be grateful. And that is where transformation lies because it ripples into every single part of your life and it impacts every move you make. And that's why it's so hard to put a name or an image on what people get out of life coaching because it's so different for everyone and I can't even predict exactly how it's going to impact your life. But it will. This is something that applies to every single person, no matter what your career is, no matter what your age, your gender, your ethnicity. It applies and is effective for everybody. That's what I love so much about this education and this school that I've chosen because it's not just teaching me how to coach a certain subgroup of people. 
we are all the same at the core. So coming back to level one, you'll know you're at level one if you're living in the mindset that everything happens to you and not for you. If you feel just like the victim of the world, that's level one. If you're noticing unfortunate things continuously happening to you, you may be stuck in level one. If you feel completely stuck, like you're spinning your wheels, like you don't know how to break the cycle, level one. And if you or someone you know is chronically in this place, or even just for a prolonged period of time, whether that be because of a traumatic or painful experience, or maybe a chemical imbalance, this is where it's appropriate and very, very helpful to seek counseling or maybe even uh, see a psychiatrist. Level one is really hard because if someone is in this place where it's chronic, there is nothing anybody can do to pull them out of it other than a trained professional. There is nothing that I can do as a coach. There is nothing you can do as a friend or a family member other than be supportive and kind and encouraging. Um, it, It needs to be handled by a professional. And this is where I want to highlight the difference between therapy and coaching. Coaching can feel very therapeutic because there are a lot of questions. It's a lot of deep digging into your mind and your heart. But the difference is if you picture a spectrum, Okay, so there's one end, the other end, and then there's a middle ground. On the back half is therapy, where you're working from past to present. You're processing, you're healing, you're getting to the point where you feel fully functional in the present moment. Coaching is the other side of the spectrum, from present to future. Yes, we talk a lot about the past because it's relevant to your behavior, and how you're going to make decisions moving forward, but it's all forward-focused. You're focusing on optimizing your life and your future. So some of my most successful clients are ones that have done the inner work and healed through therapy and then have found me. And as they learn about and experience coaching more and more, they say, wow, this is actually way better suited for me in this season of my life because I processed what's happened to me. I've let go of that for the most part, but I'm ready to move on and I'm ready to take ownership of my life and design what my future is going to look like. So if that's where you're at, then coaching is probably exactly what you need over therapy because it's going to launch you forward towards the goals that you have, and it's also going to help you achieve goals and transformation in ways that you probably never expected. So back to level two. Level two energy is kind of like a vortex. So thinking about anger and conflict and me versus you, how many of you have experienced this in a work environment? Most of us. (laughs) And also probably in some kind of relationship. And it is totally okay and appropriate to be angry sometimes. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all in how you handle it. Because when there's a lot of level two energy, this can very quickly dissipate with a simple conversation. When you are... 
ready to hear someone else's perspective and seek to understand, it almost always squashes it immediately. One of my go-to questions for my clients when they're feeling some type of way about someone else in their life and they're really upset about something is, well, hey, what do you think so-and-so would say if we brought them into the conversation right now? And if it's someone that they know really well, they know what they're thinking and, and what their reasoning is. And speaking that out loud instantly de-escalates the situation because there's understanding and there's empathy. So if you're feeling this way, instead of the gossip and instead of getting yourself all worked up about a situation, just talk about it. And talk about it before it festers and gets worse and builds. And that kind of brings me back to setting boundaries But before you go to any, just the golden rule, before you go to anybody else, go straight to that person. Another thing about level two is there's no conflict unless both people are on level two. So we know that, you know, there's not going to be a fight unless both people engage. Takes two to tango. But when you have this terminology and you see someone who's coming at you, is very angry, very defensive. Again, a very easy way to de-escalate the situation is to just not meet their energy. Take ownership for what you have to take ownership for. Seek to understand, empathize, validate the way that they're feeling. And nine times out of 10, said person will come to meet you at your energy level, or they will at least move on to level three, which is responsibility and ownership. So going off of that, level three is super important because it's the first step towards growth and progress. If you're not willing to take responsibility for something, you're not going to move forward and you're not going to optimize anything. And this is a very hard, I guess, conversation to have as a coach because if someone's at level one where they're like just really down in the dumps and they need to get to level three in order to start making progress again and letting go and moving forward, you got to take them through level two. So you've got to evoke that anger and frustration. And (laughs) that's typically not the most fun conversation, but it's necessary. So again, going back to like the grieving process and the stages of that, let yourself be angry. If you've been down for a long time, get angry. Let it all out because once you've released that, you can step into that ownership and say, okay, here's where I was wrong. Here's where I need to forgive. Here's where I need to forgive myself. Here's where I can admit that what I've been doing hasn't been effective so far. Whether it be in relationships or in your job, um, heavily speaking to the fitness and entrepreneurial community, because I've seen it really, really apparent in both of those areas of my life. So to give you a fitness example, if you have been squatting 95 pounds for the past six months and eating, let's say, 150 grams of carbs, okay, and you're not seeing any changes, I know that we have been conditioned by society to think that carbs are the enemy and that heavy lifting is going to make you too bulky and too muscular. 
However, if you've been doing those things, or maybe before that, before you started lifting weights at all, you were just running on the treadmill every day, and both of those things haven't produced any results, it's time to accept that there is a new way to do things, and you're going to have to have an open mind and take a risk and try something new in order to get to where you want to go. And on the entrepreneurial side, if you launched your business months ago, and you're posting here and there saying, you know, oh, this is what I offer, come buy my service or my product, and little to no one is biting or it's just not at the volume that you really want or need it to be, it's time to admit and accept that there's a better way to do things. Even if it wasn't your original plan or it doesn't sound that pleasant to you, it's time to, again, have an open mind and to have a little bit of humility and say, okay, I'm willing to try an idea that's not my own or one that's proven and just move on because my growth and my goals are more important than me being right. So I'm going to keep this nice and short and sweet and give you something to think on before coming back for levels four through seven. And that is where in your life can you step out of the victim role and into ownership? And if there's emotion and anger that needs to come out in between, then you let it rip. And if you want one-on-one consistent guidance, accountability, and support in optimizing your life, whether that be in your career, in your relationships, in your mindset and personal growth, or your health and fitness, I am your girl. I do it all around here and I got you covered. So the step-by-step process is to first book a consultation call. This is just a 30-minute call where we're going to get to know each other and really just see if the vibes check out. And I'm going to be asking you questions to see what you're going through and see if I can really help and serve you in this season. So from there, I'll send you an application. And if you feel that we jived and you're confident and excited to reach your goals with me, then you fill out that application. And that's where I ultimately decide, you know, if it's a good move for both of us to move forward. If it is, we'll have a second call where we talk about the details, the investment, the onboarding procedures, and then we get all the all those details squared away and the transformation starts to happen. We dive right into it. So if I'm speaking to you, go ahead and click that link in the show notes to book a consultation call and we'll talk soon. Otherwise, thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope that you're walking away with some powerful insights. And if you are, please do not forget to give me a five-star rating below. It is very helpful for me and the FLL podcast. And I would also love to chat with you on Instagram. So go ahead and give CamFit a tag and shoot me a message and let me know what resonated with you. I'll see you next time for part two.